Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. Welcome to the Primal Potential Podcast, the incremental anti-diet solution for effective permanent weight loss. Primal Potential is committed to helping you overcome emotional eating, hormonal imbalances, unhealthy habits, and your dieting mindset through education and inspiration. We don't just talk about what you should eat and what you should avoid. We talk strategy. Primal Potential is bridging the gap between knowing and doing. Each episode will leave you with concrete tips for making positive changes that make a difference. Primal Potential is here to help you lose weight, get healthy, and master fat loss naturally. Hey there, welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I hope you're having a great day today. My name's Elizabeth Benton. I am your host, and I'm really glad that you are spending some time with me today, and we are going to be tackling something that I see so frequently in what many of you write to me in email or share on social media, and also in my conversations with the the clients that I work with one-on-one. And the topic that I'm going to get into is comparison. Comparison can come in many different forms, right? It can hold us to a very high standard or a very low standard, but an irrelevant standard regardless. And comparison in any form, I think, has very real potential to hold us back in a number of ways. Some different ways that we see comparison manifesting in our thoughts, in our actions, in our words. We compare our body to other people's and we judge ourselves not based on our effort, not based on what we have the ability to do, but on what somebody else's shape looks like, right? Or we judge what we eat relative to what somebody else is eating. We either remove our focus from our own journey, right, and place it on somebody else's and evaluate or judge somebody else's plan that has absolutely nothing to do with what we should do or what we can do or what we are doing. Or we compare our workouts or our fitness level to what somebody else is doing, what somebody else makes look easy, And sometimes we let ourselves off the hook completely because, hey, at least our choices were better than so-and-so's, right? We evaluate our food choices against somebody else in our life as if what they eat has anything to do at all with our journey, our progress, our capability, our knowledge base, how good our choices can be. And all of these forms of comparison can hurt our progress and lead to frustration and disappointment, as well as leading to excuses and lack of progress. Now, I want to be clear and say that I think that it can be very helpful to draw motivation or inspiration or even establish a starting point based on somebody else, right? I do that too. That can be helpful. But I think many of us, myself included, sometimes cross that boundary into comparison, 
Drawing upon somebody else's story or somebody else's accomplishments or somebody else's discipline is awesome for motivation. But motivation has nothing to do with comparison. Comparison is when we take what we're doing versus what somebody else is doing and we make it seem like they have anything to do with each other and they do not. So we can draw motivation without comparison, right? Comparison is measuring our progress, our choices, our capabilities relative to what somebody else does or doesn't do. And that's not relevant. It's not helpful. And for so many of us, it's downright damaging. Comparison against yourself, what you have done, what you can do, what you want to do, that's helpful, right? Comparison against yourself brings improvement. Comparison against others brings either discontent or paralysis, or a false sense of security, or all of them, okay? How do you know what you are comparing to? When you look at some other person, you don't know where they're at in their journey, right? You might be comparing the middle of your journey to the end of somebody else's. You don't know how long they've been working on new habits, right? Or you might be comparing the middle of your journey to somebody else's beginning, And I want to talk about a few of the ways in which I see people fall into this comparison trap with regards to fitness or nutrition or mindset and how it can hold us back. The first thing I see most often is that it's just plain and simple a distraction. And we all have a finite amount of energy and attention in a given day. Why lend it to somebody else or give it away, wasting your time and energy on somebody else when it really has nothing to do with you and what you're capable of? So primarily, I see it as a distraction. When we constantly look to other people, right, whether we're reading blogs or we're looking at somebody's Instagram feed, we're seeing what a coworker has brought for lunch, and we evaluate their food rules for them, it distracts us from being able to identify what works for us, what works for me. If I spend so much time trying to figure out what so-and-so that I follow on Instagram does or what my coworker is doing, it distracts me from being able to give my attention to identifying what works for me. And I see this a lot when people look at fitness professionals online or in magazines and they think, oh, she has oatmeal for breakfast every morning and a smoothie for lunch. So if I eat what she eats, then I'm going to look like she looks. Or men who look at their personal trainer and see, okay, you know, they have seven meals a day and they have 200 grams of protein, right? And they do exactly what they do and then wonder why they don't have rock hard abs and chiseled arms, right? It diverts our attention. It is a distraction. Plus, we need to understand that eating for fat loss is completely different from eating to maintain a really lean physique. So, I understand gaining motivation from looking at these Instagram feeds or magazines or blogs or whatever. It's great for motivation, but when it crosses the line into comparison, you're missing the really, really obvious factor that is their body needs something different. The hormonal response required for maintaining leanness is totally different from the hormonal environment you need to burn fat. So you cannot look at somebody who looks like you want to look, right, and say, I'll just do what they do. It doesn't work that way, guys. It just doesn't work that way. Fat loss is a totally different animal, a totally different animal. And I've had 
many personal trainers over the years, and most of them are not trained in nutrition, specifically not trained in fat loss nutrition, right? Maybe muscle building or something like that, but they'll tell their clients, and I've had trainers tell me, to eat the way they eat. If you're carrying extra weight, you have a significantly different metabolism and a significantly different insulin sensitivity than your trainer or the fitness professional you see on Instagram or the athlete you read about in a magazine, right? And I talk in more detail about that in the carb tolerance episode. Uh, It's one of the early Q&As, and it's all about carb tolerance, so I won't go into that here, but I will link to that episode in the show notes at primalpotential.com because you should really check that one out if you haven't already. But my point is this. Being a mimic is a distraction. If you take that energy and invest it in paying attention to the foods that balance your hormones and the foods and combinations and quantities that drive your results. You're going to have A, more mental energy and B, more results, right? You can use somebody else's strategy as a starting point, but then the work begins. Don't judge yourself because you don't turn into a supermodel overnight and waste energy with thoughts like, oh, this is so frustrating. It works for them, but it's not for me. Something's wrong with me. I give up. This sucks. I'm done. You haven't done the work yet. You haven't done the work yet. You have to monitor your own hormonal biofeedback, and I talk about that a lot. Your mood and the shifts in your mood, the quality of your sleep, your hunger, your cravings, your energy, those are all hormonal signals, and fat loss is a hormonal game. And then monitor your results, and most importantly, the step we all kind of tend to skip, be consistent, stay consistent. Don't give yourself a day off every other day or a meal off every other you know minute, right? Monitor your results and stay consistent. I also see this distraction effect when it comes to fitness, fitness program ADD, right? We try a plan for a week or we get bored or we haven't magically dropped 10 pounds overnight. So then we see something somebody else is doing on Instagram or in a magazine or God forbid on a TV commercial and we think, oh, it works for them. I'm going to do just that. We see what one person claims has worked for them and we jump into it. We're often not consistent and we're not paying attention to what drives our results because we're so busy giving away our energy to what other people are doing. We spend so much dang time and energy evaluating what everybody else is doing. It is a distraction that robs robs us of our energy and focus for what we need to do for our own bodies and our own progress. How much mental and emotional energy would you have for yourself If you stopped wasting it on evaluating other people and what they're doing. Seriously, think about that. How much more mental energy and focus would you have if you saved it all for yourself and stopped wasting it on studying what other people are doing? And you can use other people for motivation, but when you cross that line into comparison, it is a distraction and it is giving away the precious resource that you have that is time, attention, and energy. The other main thing that I see with comparison is that it's kind of a way of avoiding, of kind of passing the buck and just saying, meh, I don't really have to be accountable here. We avoid our own journey and we can remove our personal accountability when we compare what we eat to what other people are eating. It's deflecting, it's avoiding, and it's also extremely misleading. 
So I share with you guys a lot um, some of the the really powerful conversations I have with my one-on-one clients. I'm fortunate enough to get to talk to them on the phone every single week and see what they eat on a day-to-day basis and how much they move and and question their thought processes and stuff. And I, I had a really interesting conversation the other day with a client. She had told me point blank that she wanted more tough love. And I love that. I, I think that it's awesome when somebody says, hey, give it to me. Like, I want the truth. Don't sugarcoat it, right? So I had noticed a pattern and she was really receptive about my drawing her attention to it. She had written in the shared document we work on that one night she had had a little bit too much wine, but she felt good because she didn't have as much as her guests had had. And then she, when we were on the phone, she was talking about how she noticed a coworker eating a lot of rice at lunch, like a whole plate of rice, and then complaining about being stuffed and how it didn't even appeal to her. And there were a couple of other comments along those lines. And I listened to her and I totally understood how and why that made her feel a little bit proud of her own choices. I get that. I've done that. Sometimes we look at other people and we kind of pat ourselves on the back a little bit because at least we're doing better than they are. But it has nothing to do with her. It has nothing to do with her journey, her progress, or her personal best. And it has nothing to do with what is going to take her to the next level. Because like I said a couple minutes ago, we don't know where somebody is at on their journey. Maybe that for them, maybe a whole plate of rice for somebody is a tremendous amount of progress compared to where they were a month ago or two weeks ago. Or maybe they're just starting out and they're not aware yet. And either way, it doesn't freaking matter, right? It absolutely doesn't matter. Who knows where they're at in their journey and who cares because it has nothing to do with our ability. The only thing that matters is, are my choices right now going to drive my results? Yes or no, right? And if so, how can I keep this up? How can I maintain my motivation? And if not, what adjustments do I need to make? How does this make me feel? How can I maintain my own motivation? What somebody else is doing, we tend to use it to let ourselves off the hook, right? Like, well, I mean, my sister had a whole piece of cake and I didn't have any, so I'm a hero. It has nothing to do with you. Who cares? It is not her race you're running. It's your race you're running, right? And we do this with fitness, too. We think, yeah, you know, it wasn't a great workout, but I was working harder than the slowpoke on the treadmill next to me. Like, she was just walking, right? Or I lifted more than that girl next to me. She's smaller than me, but I'm stronger than her. What what does that person have to do with your progress? It doesn't. It is you versus you. That's it. So why give away any mental energy or attention to anything else? And this can go the opposite way too. And I I find myself going both ways sometimes. You go into the gym and you give it your all, but you feel like a loser because you're slower or weaker than the person next to you. But again, what does their journey have to do with yours? Absolutely nothing at all. What does their progress have to do with yours? Absolutely nothing at all. You don't know where this person started. And even if you did, It doesn't matter. It's your race. And it goes back to, I think grade school advice is always so profound, right? Keep your eyes on your own work. Keep your eyes on your own work and run your own own race because weight loss, fitness, food, it's entirely personal. What somebody else puts in their mouth, how often somebody else goes to the gym has nothing to do with your personal best. Okay, nothing to do with your personal best. And yeah, your husband can probably eat three times more food than you can and still lose weight. And so what does that have to do with your journey? If you're letting that frustrate you, 
You're in a comparison trap that is a waste of your precious time and energy. Don't give it away. You might be the slowest person in your gym. And that has nothing to do with your journey and nothing to do with your personal best. Why choose to give your energy or your attention away for something that doesn't matter? Is it a crutch? Is it how you justify your choices? Is it how you deflect your attention from holding yourself accountable, from running your own race and doing your best? Because you just, the the attitude that you have to do a little bit better than the person next to you or you're not quite as good as so-and-so, it's defeating. It's a waste of energy, right? Don't throw away that energy. The only person you should be competing against is yourself, right? And I've told you before that I have this little note on my desk that says, what is my best in this moment? Your best has nothing to do with me. Honestly, I really, I love you guys and I consider you friends. And when I sit here with my microphone, I really do kind of feel like you're here with me. But honestly, I don't care how fast you run. I don't care how heavy you lift. Why? Because It doesn't have anything to do with my progress. I don't look at people on Instagram and go, damn, she's lean. Like, okay, and what? Like, that. I only have so much energy and attention in a day. What they're doing, how they look, how they perform, how they eat, how often they work out, how heavy they lift, has nothing to do with my best, my journey, and my progress, right? In each moment, I want to do my best. And it doesn't matter if my choices are better or worse than somebody else's by my own assumptions. Like, it's just giving away energy and effort that I really, I'm selfish. I want my focus and attention to help me run my own race, to help me improve. And I'm just not willing to give it away for stuff that doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. Your best workout, your heaviest lift, your cleanest meal, what foods you avoid or how compliant you are, none of that has anything to do with me or anybody else. And likewise, how often I work out, how clean I eat, it has nothing to do with you. It's one thing to feel motivated or encouraged looking at other people. But when you start comparing and going, geez, you know, well, I mean, I guess I eat a little bit better than them, so at least that's good. Or, oh, I hate going to the gym when there are other people there because I just feel like the slow poke. It's a giveaway. It's giving away one of your precious resources, right? If we look at it instead as what is one degree of improvement I can make against myself, right? Does this thought, does this choice help me take my progress to the next level? Does this person impact my ability to make my best choice right now? No, right? You can't escape who you are. And when we start Comparing ourselves to other people, we're giving away the personal power we have over ourselves. Face where you're at and run your own race, right? I've talked recently, I think, about how one of the strategies I use with my coaching clients from time to time is to have them look back over the past week and rate either their food choices or their progress towards their goals on a scale of 1 to 10, self-perceived. Oftentimes, the answers are somewhere between like 6 and 7 and a half. 
I don't say to them, how can you take it to a 10? I say, how can you make a half a point of improvement, right? One degree of improvement. If you said it was a seven this week, what could you do in each moment over the next week to go from a seven to a seven and a half, right? You don't have to shoot for perfection. And that seven to a seven and a half has nothing to do with anybody but you, anything but your choices, anything but your journey, your process, your race right? And you can do that with fitness too. How would I rate my effort and my workouts over the last week? What is one thing that I could do to go from say a seven to a seven and a half? I don't have to be a 10. Look at it one week at a time, one day at a time, one choice at a time, whatever you feel capable of, right? And this is also a perspective thing, choosing to focus on your progress, on your opportunity to make progress if you haven't made any yet, right? Because we often look at people like, I'll never get to where they're at. My body just doesn't work like that. I don't have the time. I don't have the willpower. I don't have whatever. Perspective practices would help you to say, this is an opportunity, you know? Like I'm starting out and I, I'll tell you what, It is a fantastic feeling to look in the mirror and know that your body has changed because of your own effort. So when you feel daunted or when you start to get into that comparison trap, look at the opportunity ahead of you. Like, I get to do this and experience this and celebrate this because of my own effort, because it doesn't rely on anybody else, because it's not about money or resources. It's about resourcefulness. It's about effort and consistency. Whether you have a ton of money or you have no money, whether you have a ton of time or you have no time, whether you have a ton of past success or a ton of failure. You have an opportunity ahead of you to run your own race and make progress against yourself. That's empowering and it's exciting and there's a lot of fun and enjoyment and appreciation ahead of you if you grab the opportunity, right? And the other thing is when we judge ourselves against other people, we kind of stay in the masses. We stay in the average group of the people around us. We stay kind of status quo. And I would ask, and there's no right or wrong answer here, but I'll share mine. Do you really want to be like everybody else? I mean, I don't. I mean, what is average? Do I want that for my body? Do I want that for my life? When we only have one shot at this, I want more right? I want to be exceptional. I want to reach my goals. I don't just want to be like, meh, I'm not really happy with my body, but I really love ice cream. So I might as well enjoy the ice cream because you only live once. Dude, if I only live once, I want the best, brightest, most successful life I can have. So I don't want to judge myself against average. I want to run my own race. And if I'm at point A, I want to take myself to point B. And if somebody next to me is at QRS, I don't care. It doesn't have anything to do with me. It doesn't have anything to do with you. It's all about where you're at. So don't judge yourself against something you want to break free from. Don't judge yourself against something that's not relevant to your potential and your progress and your journey, right? So I I wanted to get that off my chest today because I think that it's a real common thing. It's even more common now in the age of social media when, you know, we can see all these pictures and we don't, you know, the quote gets around of like comparing, you know, your your normal life to somebody else's highlight reel and all that cutesy stuff or whatever. But the bottom line is whether it's their best day or their worst day that you're comparing them to, it's irrelevant regardless. Because the only thing that matters in this process is your journey. What can you do in this moment to make one degree of improvement? 
measure against yourself because that is the only true productive value you need to consider. All right, so we're going to wrap it up. I would really like to encourage you to shoot me an email, elizabeth at primalpotential.com. If you're not on the email list, get on it. Go to primalpotential.com. It's right on the homepage. Just put in your name and email address, and then you have direct access to my inbox. I would love to know what topics you want to hear about upcoming on the podcast. Quick questions or long questions or in-depth topics. What have I missed so far? What are you dying for me to put out an episode on? Shoot me an email and let me know. And then I would also be um, remiss to not mention that my latest seminar, Overcoming Emotional Eating and Self-Limiting Beliefs, is now up on primalpotential.com. It is on sale, a deep discount, like 40 bucks off, I think, um, between now and Saturday, June 13th. So definitely take advantage of that if you haven't already. Now, some of you guys are probably rolling your eyes about the fact that I'm talking about something that I put out for sale. And I want to say this. 99% of what I do is totally for free, okay? And when I put together this seminar on emotional eating and self-limiting beliefs, the reason I did it isn't because I was like, gosh, this was a struggle for me. I bet it's a struggle for them. It's because you told me it's a struggle for you because most of you know what choices to make and yet in the moment of decision, you make a different choice. That is not food education, okay? That is about what's in your head. That is about getting control of your own motivation, your own desire to improve, your own self-limiting beliefs, and the control your emotions have over you. So I put it together because I know that understanding that stuff and mastering that stuff is the difference between you staying in the yo-yo dieting cycle and you breaking free. So I did not do this because, gee, this is a good thing that I haven't done before. I did it because I know that so many of you have been on this dieting focused thing for a really freaking long time and you follow the food rules for a while and then you break them and you lose a little weight and you put it back on. You make a little progress and you stop. It is not about finding the next diet. Everybody wants to know, like, what are the 10 best foods for fat loss? And that stuff's sexy and that stuff gets attention, but that stuff is not what's standing between you and your results. What is standing between you and your results is the emotional eating and the self-limiting behaviors. And I know that because I've lost over 100 pounds. I know that because I coach people like you. And I know that because I get hundreds of emails from you guys that are like, I know what to do, but I can't really do it. I'm struggling with motivation when I get stressed out, when I get overtired, when the kids are doing X, Y, Z. I get it. And this seminar that I put together is what I am most proud of in my career because I know that it is the key to transformation, but so many of you are resistant to stepping outside of your comfort zone and your comfort zone is food rules and diets and that has not worked for you. It has not worked for you. And so I challenge you to take advantage of learning how to control your thoughts, learning how to control your mind so that you can break free and free up your mental energy and time and space and effort, right? And learn to love your body and transform along the way in so much more of an effortless way once you take a focus off of food and really get to the heart of the issue, which has nothing to do with the food and everything to do with your thoughts and your beliefs and your emotions. So... That is up there on primalpotential.com under the work with me tab, overcoming emotional eating and self-limiting behaviors. Take advantage of it because I know and I hope you trust me. I hope you feel like we're friends and we're close and I hope that you know genuinely that I care tremendously about each one of you and your progress. 
So take advantage of that. I'm in there every day answering questions, encouraging, supporting, um, being you know a helper along this tough journey. And I hope to see you in there. So we'll talk to you guys soon. Another episode dropping in a couple of days. And uh, shoot me an email. Let me know what episodes you want to hear more about. Until then, we'll see you later.